Welcome to Conversations with Mother Earth, brought to you by Grounded Press. My name is Dana Petrovich, and each week my guests and I explore one aspect of Mother Earth and the gifts that she gives us. We also discuss why these gifts are so precious and why we should value them. You got you curious? Good. We love curiosity. Dear listeners, I am positive that today's topic is going to surprise you, as you probably won't have expected this subject. However, as always with our very diverse topics on conversations with Mother Earth, you will see that there is a deep connection with Mother Earth. Today, we will be covering the subject of tattoos. Yes, tattoos. And trust me, dear listeners, I'm going to learn as much as you on this conversation. And actually, chances are that you know way more than I do. Because I have never even considered getting that tattoo. Sorry, Roberto, but (laughs) that's the truth. At at the age of 16, my niece announced that she would like a tattoo. We fought tooth and nail to convince her uh, to, to to get her away from getting a tattoo and we convinced her to wait until she turned 18 because then she is officially an adult and can do whatever she wants with her body. Today she's 25, she still has no tattoos, but um, I learned along the way a bit more. I don't think I would pass any personal judgment if she chose to do so. So while researching about New Zealand, I discovered the deeply rooted tradition of tattoos within the Maori people. Going deeper, pun intended, I discovered that there is a big difference, for example, between Polynesian and Maori tattoos. But after reading more, I then discovered I wanted to know way, way, way more. So I reached out to tattoo tribes and Roberto Gimori agreed to join us today. Roberto has been designing tattoos professionally for almost two decades. He, like myself, has always been fascinated by myths and legends from around the world, as they very often reveal the soul of a culture much better than the historical records. Among all of the arts, tattooing in particular, is one that remains true to the roots of its people. And this is, of course, especially uh, the case in Polynesia, where it is deeply related and interconnected to everyday life. So, Roberto, benvenuto. Welcome to Conversations with Mother Earth. Thanks a lot. Thank you for having me here. It's my pleasure. So tell us, what motivated you to become a tattoo artist? Well, uh, I think mostly curiosity and, and chance, if you believe in chance. Curiosity, because as you said, uh, legend, myths, uh, all that is the traditional lore of uh, the people around the world 
has always fascinated me because while um, history has to be almost aseptic uh, and doesn't allow for uh, fantasy, for imagination, legend, myths, uh, uh, and all this kind of, of stories uh, don't need to be uh, absolutely realistic or even follow the law of physics. So it's possible for a people to uh, put its real soul into the stories, its real belief, the cores that, uh, that come from generations from when uh, we still believed uh, in animism and that all things had a soul or animals that we are intent, uh, that we all are interconnected, which is true, by the way. And we will, yeah. see, we will see uh, when talking about Polynesia, above all, well, this is very, very strong. So when you start uh, digging deeper into ancient cultures uh, and this, you sooner or later you stumble upon tattoos because tattoos still embody some of the ancient uh, way of thinking, ancient uh, uh, roots of humanity. And so I, I started from there. It was one thing after the other, uh, and that's how I got to it. Yeah, you, you, it doesn't leave you. you. You get deeper and deeper in the real sense of the world. <laughs> it's like a white bunny hole. When you get into it, you find a whole world. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. And we do believe in chance. We even had a whole episode on serendipity, by the way. So we do believe in, we do believe in chance here. Yes, um, so this is also how you uh, found your way to the traditional motifs, more motifs that you apply in your work? Yeah, especially uh, when I started to, um, to design and to uh, know Polynesian tattoos. And that's because it's, uh, it took very little time to understand that Polynesian tattoos are not just beautiful designs. Every symbol, every single element has a meaning or several meanings, and uh, they can be used together to create a story within the tattoo. So it's not just designing, it's understanding the culture behind the symbols. And if you want to design Polynesian tattoos, you can't but learn the symbols, the culture, the ways. That, that's how it all started and went on. Because uh, when you use the symbols correctly, you are uh, not only telling a story, but also showing respect toward that culture. Because Polynesian tattoos are a very important thing in the culture of Polynesia. And uh, since there are not many inf informations uh, around, I thought that I wanted to learn more as much as I could and share it. Because this is also a, a way of showing respect to this culture. Yeah. You, you see many, many designs around uh, um, which don't flow, as you may say, knowing the, the symbols, the meanings allows you to do better design as well because you understand the concepts behind them, the flow. Actually, Polynesian tattoos have uh, several meanings, several layers of meaning. They have the visual uh, aspect, then the story that is told within the tattoo, and the underlying uh, meaning, uh, usually a lesson, a teaching, uh, or something that uh, helps us reconnect with our roots. They are very strongly related to family and culture and tradition. And nice. 
Yeah, and this, all, this is all interconnected. And the only way to understand this is <laughs> to study them. That's why I, I went deeper and deeper. Fascinating. Yeah, no, this is exactly something, maybe something we can learn from Polynesians again to value family, to value to value a little bit more uh, our traditions. Um, when we are younger, of course, we don't want to have anything to do them with them. But of course, with time, we'll discover how much truth is and how much much they ground us because we talked about the concept of grounding in the in several episodes one of them about uh, health and breath and like, how important it is to be to be grounded because it gives us stability especially especially during the storms like covid <laughs> yeah yeah and actually polynesian people were awesome navigators they explored the whole pacific ocean which is uh, i think 650,000 uh, 50 million square kilometers. It's immense. And wow. they sailed without uh, the modern technology that we have. And how did they do it? They do it, they did it because they uh, were keen observators. They observed nature, its patterns, the currents, uh, the streams, uh, the clouds, the winds, the, the migratory patterns of animals. And all these, uh, were like uh, pieces of a puzzle that they composed to understand how to move the stars uh, and the important uh, the wayfaring technique they used uh, consisted in uh, actually they had to know where they were to have the indication for where they went to wanted to go so knowing where you were and where you have come from is absolutely important in uh, wayfaring and in polynesian navigation and this reflects in the culture that's why they are so Rooted, they value so much tradition because looking at your past, where you come from, is necessary to understand where you are going. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's a very, very good point. Exactly. Then we can we can get on our journey. Um, yeah, the, the observation has been so important and so many elements. It's exactly the reason, kind of the rationale behind the op- the episodes or behind the conversations with Mara that we. But we root ourselves in our life in Mother Earth again, and we observe, we see, we see things again because there's so much wisdom yeah. out there that we forgot about it. And um, the fascinating also that you mentioned the topic. Um, the, this, there's a story, so I, I wonder if this is where the the term "reading you like a book" came from, because theoretically you can observe somebody and read them like a book. Yeah. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Actually, it's not so easy reading a tattoo, a Polynesian tattoo, because uh, uh, each symbol can have several meanings and depending on the way you assemble them, you get them together and depending on the experience of the person, they can have different. So you can understand the general meaning of a tattoo when you see it, protection, strength, family, but not the uh, real underlying story, all the details. That's Another beautiful thing about them. Yeah. It's like a Chinese language, <laughs> depending which character you put together. It's a completely no. different meaning. Yeah. Kind of, actually. Yeah. That's true. Interesting. Because this is how I actually I found you, because I was researching the Maori people. And then I found your website because uh, you were talking about the difference between Polynesian and um, Maori. As you rightfully said, this is a, gr- a huge generalization yeah. because this, as you said, covers an area that is uh, really hard, hard to fathom for us, how big it is. 
the Pacific Ocean with all the, all the tribes and all that. Yet, what did you observe in, in differences, major differences? Yeah, actually, Polynesia uh, is a general term for all this area, but there are uh, several civilizations and several tattoo traditions in it. The main ones are Maori, Samoan, Marquesan, Tahitian, and Hawaiian. Tongan tattoos are living a senior renaissance as of now, so there will be more in the future probably, hopefully. But the main five are these ones, and they all share similar traits because they come from a single culture in the end, but develop their own specific traits. And the Maori ones, for example, are the ones that maybe differ the most from the others. For several reasons. One is that uh, while uh, um, someone, Marquis, have a, a traditional tattoo that goes from the waist down to the knee for the men uh, or uh, behind the, the, the size for the, uh, around the size for the women, but on the legs mainly, even if not, if it's not limited to the legs, especially Marquis and so on. But they, are very uh, legs-oriented. Maori uh, give more importance to the face, to the tamoko, possibly because uh, while uh, Fiji, Samoa, Tahiti, and all the other islands were closer to the equator and so uh, had a hotter climate, New Zealand sees a, a more cold climate, and so they have to, to cover themselves in clothes during the winter. And this probably brought the focus to the face, which is the only part that remained uh, yeah. uncovered. Yeah. Another difference is that uh, while all Polynesian tattoos are uh, applied by pricking small holes with, with the needles, the face tattoo has uh, some lines, which are the main lines of the tattoo spiders, that are really carved into the skin with blades and then colored in. Yeah, it, it's quite painful. And this is another great difference. There are, there are more, but that's also probably the reason why Maori tattoos are uh, more strictly coded. I mean, while uh, other traditions give you more freedom to, to, to choose the elements, uh, to, uh, the face tattoo in particular cannot be applied by anyone, cannot be designed by anyone, because it, um, it has a, a, a rigid code. It is... Uh, uh, a link to the ancestors, actually, and uh, only uh, traditional practitioners who have been uh, taught the ways, uh, the ceremonies, uh, the offers that have to be done, the songs to sing, they only can uh, do this kind of tattoo. There's a kiritui, which is similar and, uh, and is literally translated as a painted skin, which can be uh, applied to anyone, by anyone. But tamoko, which is a face tattoo, is like an identity card. It keeps uh, track of uh, ancestors, their deeds, your deeds. And so it's an identity card, actually. And that's why copying a face tattoo is very, very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a serious business. Uh, it's, yeah. it's very, yeah, as you said, it's very rigid. Um, but what was the original purpose of these tattoos? You mentioned my Maori, the, the face was the, the, the kind of the the family tree in a sense was depicted in a certain sense that to show the the roots or even a status wasn't it even a kind of a, a, a form of a status 
Yes, across all Polynesia, tattoos are also a way to show mana, which is can be translated as energy, uh, authority, uh, and several other terms which give a, a complete uh, uh, description of this kind of um, energy and, and force that flows in every people. Mana gets inherited from uh, our own deeds, what we do, what we uh, how we behave, but also from uh, uh, what is our ancestry, what our ancestors did. That's why many Polynesian uh, tattoos, Marquisana, for example, also have uh, elements, specific elements. Uh, for example, in Marquisana tattoos, there are uh, the ipu is a, a, a symbol that represents a gout because it collects mana. It serves as a container for the mana of the ancestors. Not, it's not a chance. It, Ancestors are often represented as ipus, coupled ipus along the, along the arms uh, or on the back parts which are related to the past. So, uh, tattoos enables, enable us to, um, collect the mana of our ancestors and uh, pass it on to ourselves, um, increasing our own mana. The tattoo helps uh, bridging the, Nowadays, life and, and us with our ancestors. It's uh, also a reminder, as we said before, to know where we come from, who our ancestors were. It's, it's a very, very recurring theme in Polynesian tattoos. Not only Maori, all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's interesting. Um... An interesting uh, kind of thought because there are so, so many similarities among the cultures yet as you see at the same time um... mm -hmm. yeah yeah actually polynesia is a vast area but uh, all the polynesian people came from uh, one single uh, civilization which expanded through all throughout the, the ocean the pacific ocean so they have a, a a unique uh, root to them. They all share the same knowledge, the same roots, the same beliefs, even if they changed a bit uh, from a place to another. Uh, that's why there are so many similarities and probably why mm, the, the similarities don't stop only to the, the designs, but also go to the meanings and to the, the purpose of them, for example. Uh, in in all of them, all of, all of these cultures use uh, use tattoo to uh, convey this uh, sense of uh, belonging to the roots, but also to show prowess, to show strength, uh, to um, demonstrate that one person was ready to enter adult life and become a part of the community. This, uh, if you think about it, uh, a tattoo applied this way was a painful one. So when you, uh, the, the community, the Puna, the, the, the leaders, the elders decided you were ready to get a tattoo, you will underwent this process to show that you were worthy of their trust and worthy of uh, entering the community. A, a simple example, in Samoa, it was far worse to have a tattoo, a traditional tattoo, unfinished than to not have it at all. Because if you can't stand the pain of a tattoo, 
you won't stand the pain in a battle possibly and flee away and leave your fellows uh, in the battle alone. So it was a way also to show that you were ready to enter the community and be a part of it, an active part of it. The summer tattoo starts on the back of the waist with a canoe and spearheads. And the canoe is a symbol of where we came from, where they came from, in the canoe of the ancestors, but also a way to show that you are now ready to guide your own canoe, your family. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting because uh, you're also ready to show that you are ready to take, um, to, um, you're ready some, for some sacrifices. You're ready to sacrifice your, yeah, what's, how to say, um, being um, comfortable and that you, you allow pain in, um, for the sake of your community. Yeah. We don't have, let's not forget that uh, Polynesian cultures are strongly based on community and service. Service is a very strong concept uh, in uh, in Polynesia. Uh, it, it's the main uh, 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 chief, for example, has has uh, has to be several has to have several qualities, which are uh, often needed by a chief. And service is absolutely the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was. They live also in, in tough climates. I mean, tough in a sense of, you know, you never know where the storm is coming from which side, uh, you know, it's uh, you're always, always exposed to the sea and to the, of course, the um, whims of nature. So Mother Earth can be moody sometimes. They know that better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they knew. And... They had a, a stronger connection to us. That, that's true. And uh, we see it uh, in the tattoos as well, because oftentimes there are animals and creatures included in the, in the tattoos. And that's because, as we said before, there are three letters. So uh, if we think about the whale, for example, which is a, a common, uh, a common uh, theme in tattoos and in, in, Polynesia, in the culture of Polynesia, the whale appears in the tattoo as a symbol. And normally it represents prosperity, of course, nurturing, but it also reminds us of stories and legends like the, the one of Ikea or where, anyway, a hero rode on a, the back of a whale to get back to shore or to find a new land. So this is the story that the tattoos reminds us. And below this, there's the meaning, which is almost usual, usually that we are related to these creatures, to this, to nature. We have to um, observe and to respect nature if we want to nurture, uh, to thrive in it. There's um, actually, there's even a, a Hawaiian word, Leana, which means uh, both uh, responsibility and privilege because they are interconnected. Uh, yes. It's very strong, the relation between the two. We, if we nurture the land, if we take care of it, it will take care of us. It's yeah. it's a circle. If we, if we don't, nature will turn its back, uh, turn back on us, and we see it every day now with the pollution, uh, over exploitation of the land, the, the soil uh, impoverishment. Uh, that's uh, actually uh, Polynesian people knew this, knew this before because they observed. That's something we've lost. Yeah. 
But that, that's why they're still there and they're still, there's traditions are still alive because otherwise, if they followed our rules, it wouldn't, would have been eradicated already. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah that, I, this is, yes, sorry. This is exactly what, that, what I consider when I, when I researched this deep connection to matters um, of the Jews. Of the truth connected, I have to admit to my own ignorance that I did not see that before until I really kind of started to research that. And it's fascinating what you're saying. It's truly eye-opening. Yeah, there are even more levels because um, we can think of tattoo as a sort of personal sacrifice where the people sheds uh, their blood with earth because during the the tattooing process, blood uh, flew out of, of... or the tattoo and soak, uh, sink into earth. So it was like giving the blood to earth and then putting earth in your body because tattoos were made from uh, burnt wood and nuts uh, and that suit was uh, mixed with oil. And so it, it was natural elements getting into, into the body and the, bo- and the blood going out of the body. It, so even physically, there's a connection between people getting tattooed and nature. And in someone, for example, ele ele is a word that means both blood and soil, which so shows this deep connection. Or if you think in Maori, fenua is a word that means land, but also placenta, which means that we are born from the land. Land is really our mother. It's not just a way of saying. We are children of Earth in every sense. Exactly. Uh, in a way, the, the sky father had a son with his daughter, and the son was still born. So they buried him, and while the mother was crying on him, her tears fell on, her, on the Earth, and the, the taro plant grew. And the second son she had was the first man. So men and taro plant are brothers. We are brothers with plants. Uh, it's there are many legends that show this in Polynesia. It's a, a very, very uh, felt and common thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that yes, a, a very interesting that you mentioned because this is, I mean, it's it's not surprising considering the level of iron we have in our blood and the iron in earth, for example. There are so many similarities. Just as we, even if we t- take it from a scientific point of view, there are so many uh, so many similarities, and of course the deeper connection that we see. The, uh, you mentioned uh, at some point that you, you said it, and there is a, uh, depending on how you read the story, um, there are several versions of it, um, yet at the same time, how up you apply, for example, the Morita to is very rigid. So this is, um, for some artists have more freedom to, to do their art, but you, if you, since you have chosen a traditional art are you more you are more bound by rules uh, aren't you well yes and no yes in the sense that uh, uh, there are rules and there are elements which can use and others uh, which cannot for example you can see the the, the elements of a tattoo as being um, tattoo uh, tapu symbols or noah symbols tapu means sacred and those symbols can be used only by traditional practitioners with allowance from the, the elders and so on. Well, Noah are other elements which can be used by everyone. For an example, a, a small triangle, which 
represents a shark tooth is a NOAA symbol. You can use it, you can uh, apply however you want, but uh, specific combinations of this symbol create uh, specific patterns that uh, cannot be used by anyone because maybe it represent the sacred mountain of a family or uh, some uh, achievement of that specific family. And so only them has, uh, uh, are allowed to wear that particular combination. This may limit uh, a bit the, the choice, but not so much because if you think of uh, all the symbols as colors in a palette, you, by mixing the colors, you can have uh, as many combinations as you want, even if the uh, number of colors uh, you have initially is uh, limited. And the same happens with tattoos. You have the symbols, but by combining them, you can uh, design all kinds of stories and all kinds of, uh, of patterns. Uh, in, uh, so it's not, uh, it's not so, so limited. It's not so, it's, you're not that limited. You, you, you have... A wide palette of, of options, yes. That, very wide, that, that... very wide. Actually, there are lots of symbols. As vast as the Pacific, as the vast Pacific culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you talked earlier about, um, I'm, I was trying to picture this, while you were talking about how the earth, how the soot was used to mix the, the two color and all this. Back then, they didn't have our highly developed needles and technology that we have today. How was it? How, tell us more about it in detail about how was the tattoo ink applied and how was it mixed and applied back then? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ink, of course, was natural. And they, they got it from uh, burnt wood and nuts. Uh, roots in some kind, uh, adding herbs uh, from, to give it a, a specific uh, tone. And uh, the soot uh, that they collected from, uh, from the, the bottom of the recipient they, they placed uh, over the fire was uh, then mixed with uh, oil, uh, maybe shark oil sometimes, uh, to get to the, the, the right texture, which is not uh, too liquid, nor too solid. And that was uh, the ink that was applied. Uh, in the case of the face tattoo, for example, after the, the lines were, great, uh, were etched, the ink was applied to, to enter the, the injury, the, the, the sign. Uh, when applied with, uh, with needles, it was, the needle was uh, dipped in the ink and then applied as we do now. They used a, a mullet to strike on a, on a, on a stick that had uh, the needles at a right angle on, a, on, on one point, at one end. And they, by striking, the, that, the needles entered the skin. They were, it's true that uh, they didn't have uh, the same level of technology that we have now, but uh, they, they were quite advanced. Actually, the, a, a tattoo artist had a whole set of needles. It was not just, uh, I mean, in some cultures, as in the uh, Philippines, for example, there are still uh, some tattoo traditions that use a lemon thorn to apply uh, ink. It's just mounted on a, on a stick and goes puncturing the skin. Polynesian uh, tattoo artists had a whole set of, uh, of needles. It, they were made of uh, bone, of tusk, of uh, seashells or tartar shell. And 
while they could go from one point to several ones, all aligned in a row, arranged in a row. That's because given the high geometricity uh, of the sample initial tattoos, you had to be able to um, draw straight lines. So if you have several needles in a row and go puncturing and then go on following the holes you already have, you then draw a straight line. Um, they have several tools for uh, all kinds of patterns uh, to, to make it easier to draw them uh, onto the skin. Uh, they were actually quite, uh, quite skillful with uh, wow. needles. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I have to admit, I did Vince and with all the listeners, I'm, I'm sure you did Vince a few times. You mentioned this was a community work uh, back then. And of course, as yeah. a new member of community showing that you are adult enough to join, how did those who were getting a tattoo, how did they hide the pain or how did they overcome it? And how did the community help them with you, you, you are totally right. You said the, the, the right word, community. That's the key. While nowadays, maybe you, when you get a tattoo, it's easier. You get into a shop, you get a tattoo, go out. Back, back then, it was a, quite a different process and a painful one. So the, the individual was not left alone when getting a tattoo. It was a, a family thing or even a community thing. When the, the, the tattoo was applied, like the, the Samoan pair, for example, which can take days or weeks in some cases. Oh, wow. Yeah, depending on the, the, how quickly the person heals and so on. So the, when the process started, the community was with the person. They sat around, they hold hands uh, with the person, they chanted songs. Uh, to try and ease the, the, the pain, to soothe that, that, that feeling, to distract him or her, because women too got tattoos. And uh, this uh, not only uh, helped easing the pain, but also um, strengthened the relation between the individual and the community even more. So it has two, uh, two sides to it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that the person whose hand I'm holding while I'm wincing in pain becomes very important in my life. Yeah, yeah. undoubtedly. Especially if I squeeze uh, very hard. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's the only way back then with those, with those methods, that was the only way to really to endure that and also... In a sense, to have witnesses, wasn't it? There's also that this uh, have a witness that you are brave, have a witness that you can do it, have a witness that also the pressure that you push it through. Because as you said, it's worse to have unfinished tattoo than 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 to endure the pain. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So one of the aspects, of, because you said this has to heal and it's a long process, you know, it's all that. The other long process of this is the longevity of tattoos. And one of the reasons why we wanted to go, tell my niece to wait for a while until she decides uh, which uh, tattoo to choose is exactly that. We have to consider this very, very, very well. So yes. what do you tell to your customers? Hmm. Well, uh, 
in the end, it's their choice. So I don't like to uh, convince anyone about what's right for them or not. But I do uh, have advice. I do counsel. And one thing I absolutely make clear from the beginning is that they shouldn't choose a tattoo for uh, its uh, visual aspect only. It can be, well, it can be something pretty uh, without meaning, of course. But uh, keep in mind that we change. Skin changes. Uh, our taste changes over time. So something that we now think is very nice and very pretty, cool, maybe not in 20 to 30 years, maybe we have changed, we don't think so anymore. But if a tattoo, if a design has a deep meaning for us, it will always have. It doesn't yes. matter how it changes or we change. That was something very important for us and will still be important after years. So this is one thing uh, we should consider when getting a tattoo. And then <laughs> it's not true that I, I don't try convincing people. I actually do try to convince people not getting partners' names or letters. It's an exception I make because, because not for, for being cynical, uh, I hope every love will last forever, but I've seen my experience that uh, life sometimes has weird ways to put yes. things upside down, change everything. Life is changed. So maybe choose something that uh, represents you, your love, uh, something that is uh, common to you too and uh, unique, but not letters or names, which can be seen and read uh, and will always stay there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially also these the, uh, trends also are dangerous. I remember a few years back, my, uh, it was a trend to have these tattoos on the back in Germany and so many of my students did that, but that, of course, um, came out of fashion. And it's, you know, it's easy to change the fashion. We change shoes and we change when we change purses or our, our sweaters. But it's, as you know, <laughs> we're more difficult to change the fashion for yeah, a tattoo. Above, uh, above appearance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Roberto, that's a, um, a truly deep topic in a real sense of the word. This is truly deep in so many facets to this that I, this is why I exactly I reached out to you and I think I will continue researching this, this topic because it is so connected with Mother Earth and with so many aspects that were the original motivation, as I said earlier, were the original motivation for the for this show to value community again, to value our mother again, Father Sky, Mother Earth, to feel ourselves connected with our brothers and sisters in human world, but also with the animal world. Yes, actually, just uh, in, uh, in Polynesia, the, the connection in Hawaii, for example, there's a symbol of Lokahi. It's three triangles, two at base and one on top. And they represent the world of men, of uh, spirits, and nature. And they are all connected. They can't be one without the other. And yes. the space in the middle, which remains blank, is light coming out of darkness. It's all connected. And we come from darkness into the light, but every single aspect must be represented. Yeah, that's perfect. And this is exactly what it is, this triangle, the, 
we all three aspects are so important and we see that this is why also it's a combination of tangible topics here and the ones that are more connected with art like today's today's topic because this is the spirit this is the what makes us humans this is what makes us what makes our life worthwhile this is why we have this aspect this element in it as well wonderful i roberto i am sure that you have after today way more more fans among my listeners so where can they find you well um, on our main site which is tattoo-tribes.com where we publish the tattoos uh, with explanation so that people can understand what's behind every design and uh, we also have polynesian tattoosymbols.com where we publish articles about the symbols the specific symbol each month uh, about their meanings uh, and they can just check them out and learn more uh, if they are interested it's it's a good source because this is how i found you and it's really uh, really a good source of information <laughs> it's a good start thank you for joining us today uh, roberto and especially for showing how the connection with mother earth can be expressed or Again, pun intended, etched deep within within us in a different yeah. art form. Thanks so Thank much you. for having me. It was a real pleasure. As you can see, dear listeners, Mother Earth is an inspiration. An inspiration for many art forms, even the permanent ones that adore our bodies. Or some bodies, as I said, I still don't have tattoos, but this is, you see, there is a deep, 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 deep connection with Mother Earth. Next week, we will look at a different gem. In a real sense of the word. Stay tuned.